Thanks for checking out the SoCal Prep Insider In-Depth Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Scar. This podcast features athletes from around Southern California and highlights their journey into collegiate athletics. Today, I spoke with Westlake star receiver Jason Heller. Often overlooked due to his size, Jason finished his high school career with offers from colleges the average fan has never heard of. He was prepared to head off to one of these unsung universities before he got a call from the Utah Utes. While Jason wasn't offered a full scholarship, he has a preferred walk-on spot at a Power 5 school, a validation long deserved. Here's our sit-down. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of In Depth. I'm Alex Scar. Sitting here across the table from me is Jason Heller, Westlake wide receiver. Jason, thanks for sitting down. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you for having me, sir. Now, 5'8", 165. You had a great senior season, but I think it seemed like the 5'8". Mm-hmm. Colleges would hear about you, and then they'd see it and be like, 5'8". Right. You know? Right, right. But you worked your tail off. We're going to talk about some of the NAI offers you had, some of the D2, D3 interest. But you made it happen. You got a preferred walk-on spot at Utah. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. But just reflect on this stellar senior season you guys had. Westlake didn't go as far as you wanted, but you right. yourself had a really good year. What was going on? Right, I mean, we came to the first round of playoffs, lost that game, it was heartbreaking. But um, uh, individually, I had a great year. I felt like uh, contributed to my team pretty well this year. Um, it was just real heartbreaking that my senior year had to end uh, in that way, uh, losing in that first round and not be able, uh, be, being able to get a ring with my brothers. You did pretty much everything you could. You led the team in receiving 818 yards, finished with like 943 all-purpose yards, seven touchdowns. So on the field, did you feel like you left it all out there? Yes, sir. Uh, Every game I try to leave it out there, uh, my heart. I just try to go out there and play for my brothers and play for everyone else rather than myself and try to produce um, in that perspective-wise. You did really well, but it seemed like college is just – they weren't coming knocking like they uh-huh. should have been. Right. Yes, sir. Uh, just measurables came to factor in that play. Um, being uh, five eight, five seven, it's hard to get recruited for that FBS level. So um, you really try to play uh, bigger than yourself. When um, I, I tried to um, play bigger than myself when I'm out there, and um, try to be successful that way. Now looking at your offer sheet, Henderson State, Montana State Northern, a two star rating. Did this bother you? Uh. No, it was just a lot of motivation, honestly, that to make me more uh, of a grinder and just to be more successful in the field. Uh, because a lot of that uh, star ratings, you know, uh, means a lot to some people. But to me, it's just, you know, just something that someone's opinion is of you. And um, to me, that's all it is. Now, it seemed like everybody who watched you, that put eyes on you, watched you on the field, thought you were a really darn good football player. What do you think didn't translate to college coaches? Um, didn't translate. A lot of that we talked about, uh, height, measurables, and all that. But um, I couldn't. I, uh, it was it all size? Was it just, you know, I'm 5'8". Right, I'm right. If I were 6'4", uh-huh. I would be going to, you know, right. Stanford. I mean, like, I've heard that from a lot of people. If I was even just 5'10", 5'11", I would be probably like a five-star recruit, like they say. But, um... That's if uh, that was that. But um, for me, it's just it's more of a reason to just go harder and uh, to realize that you're small and short, but 
it wouldn't matter if you're six five on the field going against me because it doesn't it wouldn't do anything. Uh, I feel that I can beat you anyway. Uh, if you're taller, then I'll just go around you. Um, it never was an issue for me ever. I've been playing for years. It's just um, it's been something I just been thinking I got to grind more instead of. Yeah, did it ever bother you thinking that, you know, if only you had grown a couple extra inches mm-hmm. during puberty, you would have been in a different spot? Did that ever feel like it held you back a little? No, not at all, because I, I love the position I am in right now. Everyone's recruiting process is different. Um, I am who I am, honestly. I'm Jason Heller, and I'm proud of that. So Utah came calling, and they offered you a preferred walk-on spot. It's not a scholarship spot. Yes, sir but allows you to go up, yes, work your tail off, see if you can make that team and stick with it for all four years. Yes, sir. So going in as a preferred walk-on, knowing that the scholarship is still out there, you haven't attained that yet. Right. Talk about how motivating that is. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm eager to finish this last semester out for my senior year. I've been trying to do really well getting all A's and B's. But um, definitely it's very, um, I'm very motivated to get up there and very confident uh, in earning that scholarship and showcasing my ability to the whole staff and uh, the whole state of Utah. Have they given you a path to how you can earn one? Um, they've given me uh, some ways. Uh, uh, they've been really helpful with that, uh, giving me some guided, guided uh, tips and all that. But, um, you know, some coaches say best player plays, so, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confident I'm going to get up there and uh, showcase my ability and uh, hopefully make some defenders miss. Yeah, for sure. Now, you grew up here in SoCal, right? Westlake, Westlake's a good program. You play a bunch of good programs. So you played against a lot of really good players. Yes, sir. Did it bother you that you saw some of your buddies, maybe you thought, man, I'm better than that guy, and they're getting deal and offers and you're not? Did you feel that at all? Right. Um, It's hard to stay optimistic about some things, about that. But, um, you know, it's just another motivation tool to be like, i got to work harder than this guy because, you know, there's another dude out there just like you going to get that scholarship offer. It's just a matter of who's going to work harder and uh, who wants it more. And heart is a big thing. And to me, that's huge, having heart. Uh, and I just leave it out on the field. And that's that's just how I think of it. Now, of course, the opportunity to go Division One is a selling point in and of itself. But was there any other things about Utah that drew you? Uh, I took my uh, unofficial visit, and I just fell in love with it, honestly. Uh, Coach Morissette, Coach Dunn just brought me around the campus, uh, spent their whole day with me, showing me around the facilities and all that. Uh, being Pac-12, um, USC was a big – I was a big fan of them growing up. I mm-hmm. went to the Coliseum, uh, season tickets. My dad graduated from there. But um, being a Pac-12 school, I feel like I can uh, be a vital factor in that conference. So you're a walk-on, but they still spent that time, the effort. They wanted right. to get to know you. They showed you around. Yes, Does sir. it make you feel like part of the family? Right. Yes, sir. Uh, definitely uh, making me feel at home and uh, wanting me to uh, definitely made me feel at home. And uh, would just love to go back up there. Maybe we talk about official visits and something like that. But um, we'll see what's uh, in, the next, in the near future. Now, I'm sure in your heart this whole time you believed you're a D1 guy, right? But was there ever a moment when you kind of felt like, damn, maybe I got to lower my expectations or I got to adjust what I've got in my future? Right. Right. It definitely was uh, with the opportunities given to me, having Division Two, Division Three offers. Um, you know, you just uh, for me, I love the game of football. I've been watching Division One football growing up for my entire life. Like I said, the Coliseum and all that, uh, the environment and all that. Uh, I felt. I'd be more comfortable playing in that sort of mm-hmm. environment. And um, 
Yeah. Would you have gone and played? I mean, if NAIA, if that was it, if right. you were going to graduate high school with only NAIAs left, uh-huh. do you think you would have gone? Definitely, because an opportunity is an opportunity, and not everyone gets that. So it would definitely be something I would not pass up on. Definitely something I would go move forward with. Now, parents are always pushing their kids into different things. What was your parents' idea of what your college experience would be like? Did they want you to chase the academics? Did they believe that if you want to go play football, man, we'll support you wherever you go? What were they saying to you? Very, very, very supportive. Um, my parents weren't huge uh, sport fans, and uh, my dad was uh, relatively a football fan. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just basically uh, they wanted what's best for me and what I wanted uh, for myself and my degree, uh, hopefully kinesiology. So they would um, – didn't force me playing football growing up. They just wanted what's best for myself and what I think is best, and they trust uh, they trust me with that. How much did Coach Kirksey help in recruiting? Oh, tremendously. I mean, Coach Kirksey's helped me with everything else but recruiting because uh, I've been close to them for years now, and he's been uh, a part of that, like a second father for me. And um, I'm just grateful and blessed to have him in my life and his whole family. So what finally got you noticed? Was it the coach? Was it the social media hype? Was it the highlight tapes? What finally got you noticed? Uh, I guess um, the first uh, game against Syria Canyon, uh, Fox Sports, a lot of hype around that game, uh, having scored four touchdowns, and that popped off uh, after that week. But probably playing the most, playing varsity as a sophomore, uh, attention uh, started, to, started to draw when I was in the 10th grade and um, being one of the only sophomores playing at, uh, on varsity. Now you bring up Sierra Canyon. Another guest I'm going to have on this podcast is E.J. Gable. Okay. He's Sierra Canyon's running back. Another short guy. Seemed like he's just a dynamo out there, but no love, right? No offers, nothing. He ended up going to Sacramento State. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But do you feel kind of a bond between a guy? You, you're both ballers, and you're both kind of shorter guys that maybe go overlooked. Is there a bond between the two of you? Yeah, man. I mean – for us short guys, we really got to showcase, you know, that we can play and show the coaches that, you know, we're we're uh, we're gritty and we can really get to work uh, against anyone, no matter who it is, no matter how tall you are, how fast you are, we will beat you, don't matter what the height is. Do you ever get tired of hearing like the Wes Welker comps or the Julian Edelman comps? Yeah, comparisons about that. I've I've heard a lot of different comparisons, Britton Covey and. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, just a few other ones, but I'm just, I'm just saying that I'm myself. I'm Jason Heller, and I feel I'm not compared to anyone else. I'm me, and uh, basically, I'm just myself. Now you don't want to compare yourself to those guys. Those guys' games are different. They're right. pros, right? It's it's yeah. a different level. But are there any parts of their game because they're shorter guys yes, that sir. have carved out a niche? Are there parts of their game that you try to adopt in yours? Yes, sir. Uh, definitely, those professional athletes. You definitely want to look up to them as role models and. Uh, Reggie Bush was one of mine, seeing what he was doing, producing uh, USC 2005-2006. Uh, just grew up watching some players like that and try to model my game after them on the field. And, um, yeah. When did you know you were going to be a good football player? Because um, every kid has that moment yeah. in flag where they're just dominating right. or peewee where they're just knocking kids over. It was like – it because I didn't play football. as my first sport. It was soccer. Uh, I was – a little bit more aggressive than the other kids. My parents <laughs> tried to uh, say, you know, you might like football, you know. And I Channel was, that aggression. Um, obviously, my dad went, uh, had the USC tickets, so I was just watching Reggie and growing up, uh, watching him. He's my favorite player. He's my role model and everything. I would watch, put in the tape every single day. 
until I was the age of five. And then I think I stopped when I was like 11. But um, definitely that was, that was huge for me and uh, having a role model. Now in the age of transfers, we're in an age when kids leave, it seems like they could go to three high schools in four years, but you stuck here at Westlake. Did you ever feel pressure? Maybe you're not getting noticed here, so you know I'm gonna go to a smaller school down the road that might get me more right. notice, right? Did you ever feel that? Right, I mean, to me, I feel loyalty is a big thing. So I felt um, Westlake, uh, I bleed blue and orange, so this is, it's been my territory for a while. Now I've been with the Westlake Braves since I was about six years old. Uh, having not even living in Westlake, I've been with the uh, youth programs and all that. Uh, it was just something me and my family, we, we decided we were going to come here. And because of the, the past, uh, Kirksey has done for me, the coaches and everything the community has done. I just, this has been home to me. So where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Calabasas. I was born there. I moved right before middle school to Agora Hills. And then... Um, attended uh, Westlake after eighth grade. So why not go to Calabasas? Why why come all the way out here? Uh, because Calabasas wasn't a huge school at the time. Uh, they didn't have, uh, I believe, the coach Clausen at the yeah. time. Yeah, uh, coach Casey Clausen. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we moved to Agora uh, uh, Hills when I was in sixth grade, and my sister went there, Agora High School, but felt Westlake was the better fit for me, uh, both athletically and for my grades-wise. Now, looking back after you spent these four years here, instead of Agura or Calabasas or maybe Thousand Oaks High School, do you feel like this was the perfect choice? 100%. No doubt in my mind. Uh, this is my home, and I love everything about this school and this program and all the people that have um, put in their time and effort into helping me. I feel like you're in a pretty unique position to give leadership to the younger guys because you might have been an overlooked player, undersized, doubted, right. but you worked your butt off, you got the offer. Mm -hmm. So when you go back in that locker room and you got some words for you know the juniors and sophomores, what do you think you're saying to them? Don't stop working. Just don't stop working. Uh, like I said in, uh, previously in this interview, there's always someone out there that's working as hard as you or, or more, so you want to make sure you're in the gym way more than they are. You want to make sure you're getting everything you need done in the classroom, uh, and the, uh, being respectful and everything about that. Uh, How important is work off the field? Very important because people see that off the field and um, they just don't see you as a athletic star. They can see you, uh, how you are around school, how, mm -hmm. you're around, how you are around people, how you are around teachers. Um, and that sort of stuff. All right, a couple quick questions for you. One, if you could pick one thing you're most excited about for Utah, outside of football, forget football exists, what are you the most excited for? Um, probably Salt Lake City. Uh, that whole uh, vibe around there seems like a very vibrant area. Like Having a good time. Having a good time, fun place, and uh, a lot of snow. You, you board at all? Uh, ski and snowboard, so definitely I'll be doing that up there. Uh, not during the season, probably, <laughs> but um, definitely in the off time. Uh, I would love to get out there and just, you know, hit the powder. I've, I haven't done it since I was probably like eight. <laughs> so academically, obviously football is going to be first, but academics come into play, right? You're going to be a walk-on. Who knows if the NFL is going to be part of your future, but, you know, right. getting a degree, that's, that's a big thing. So did Utah, did they make a statement? to prepare you for the next four years? I mean, do you feel like it's going to be a place that will challenge you academically and prepare you? Definitely. I definitely won't be easy. 
Uh, so I definitely got to prepare myself mentally for the schoolwork and all that and get ready for uh, much of that because, you know, it's not just football, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be with me the next four years. You know, I got classes to take. You know, I got school. I'm a human. I'm a regular person. Yeah, just regular, a kid, yeah. Regular college student at the end of the day. So uh, just making sure I have everything. I'm, I'm on top of everything. Uh, getting my work in, you know, not missing any classes, not missing any notes. And um, if I'm, you know, having someone help me if I'm sick or so and mm-hmm. uh, getting my notes, just being on top of everything because being a freshman, I've heard, could be kind of like you want to be out there, you know, social life. But um, if you start off like that, it's only going to end up like that. So I think of it, start off, you know, hard, like hard nose, you know, and I think I'll be good and be successful if I start off doing the right things. Yeah, it's definitely a lot easier to implement working hard in the classroom first, party later, than it is to party first and then decide you're going to do homework. Yes, sir. I'm going to tell you that, that that's not going to work. <laughs> um, but so if you, had, if you had any advice for a young kid, he, maybe he's undersized, he's playing football right now, and he feels like, man, Jason Heller did it. Yeah, how did he do it? What are some pieces of advice you could give to him? Um, from what happened? What happened with what me? happened to you? If he's a small kid and he's grinding through it, but he sees that you did it, how did how did you do it? And what are some pieces of advice you can give to him? Man, like I said, a lot of work, a lot of training, and all that, because um, it just you know doesn't really come naturally at all. You got to put in that work. You know, there's there's a curtain. You know, I'm working behind it, so I'll showcase it on Friday nights. You know, and Saturday when it's time to go, but. You got to be willing and motivated to put in that work to showcase on the week or uh, your game day and all that. So it's it's a lot of the grind and a lot of the grit and mentality and mindset of wanting to do it and wanting to be successful and having that drive. Jason Heller, thanks for sitting down with me, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.